0: and this is as the road returns this is going to be a quick disclaimer this is going to be my opinion the opinion of carlos not the opinion of the rescue company one or any businesses of the rescue company one or anybody that employs houses pays us of the rescue company one is not their opinion It is uh, not Dr. Abel's opinion today, not his opinion, Uh, not the opinion of, uh, you know, anybody that employs him either. So don't do anything stupid and say that he told you to do it. Um, It is the opinion of anybody that's here on the show today, uh, whether it's Trish and Amanda or Jason. It'll be their opinion. If anything I'm going to say is going to offend you, then go fuck yourself and turn it off.
1: Here at the Rescue Company One, we are shaping up to have a pretty busy 2023. We have a lot of stuff on the calendar already. We're going to kick off our year at Fire Rescue East in Daytona Beach, January 19th and 20th. We do have a booth. It'll be number 527. We're going to be in the arena right across from the Fire Sled Competition.
0: You'll find me with a giant foam finger.
1: Yes. Right after that, we're going to be going to St. Augustine for our first air medical class of the year, January 23rd through the 28th. That class is getting decently full, but there yeah, is still absolutely. room.
0: So you got an um, advanced airway, Default difficult airway, horse, Yep. We all
1: got the- all of the things. It's all listed on our website, the rescue company one. You can find it on there. You can get links for, to go there on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you look, you can find us. Um, Following that, we're going to go into Community Paramedic. This is a new program. We are still, you know, working out the glitches with the schedule and and things like that. Um, We're going to do week one now, March 6th through the 10th. You'll go back to your own program, your hometown or wherever you're from, for 30 days to do a project. And then you're going to come back to us for a second week, April 3rd through the 6th, and we will go over that project and everything that you learned in that time. Yeah,
0: because every place is different. It is. Everybody's got a different need.
1: And this gives you the chance to be different. Yep. And suit your needs. So we will also bring in the ISBC, and we will proctor and host to proctor your exam on that Friday, April the 7th. And then... We are going to start doing the Helicopter Search and Rescue Pipeline, which so many of you ask about. Um, We have found a way that we think it's going to work out fabulously. Finally. Yes. We're going to (laughs) start that with the ropes course in St. Augustine. It'll be March 27th through the 31st. Yep. Um, In between there, we are going to have our second air medical class, which is part of the pipeline.
0: Yeah. Got to do it.
1: So that class will be in Orlando. We will be here April 17th through the 22nd. We're going to follow that with some water rescue back in St. Augustine. Yeah, we will. April 24th through the 29th.
0: And that's uh, St. Augustine slash Georgia. So people do understand there is a uh, last few days we are going up to the uh, Columbia River.
1: Yes, for the water rescue class. So there will be some traveling in there. Absolutely. Uh, The rest of those classes for the pipeline, we are looking to do helicopter search and rescue technician the beginning of June. You can, again, watch our website, watch our Facebook page for some finalized dates and locations. Obviously, that stuff takes a little bit of time for us to lock in. Absolutely. Um, we will, however, be at the first their first care conference in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. We will be teaching. We'll be walking around.
0: Hard Rock Casino. Advertising.
1: Again. Yes, I enjoyed it last year. Yep. We'll be there June 12th through the 16th. They also have their website up for you to register for any classes or lectures or skills labs that you want to get involved in there. And then we go back to the search and rescue pipeline. We're going to do austere medical, looking towards the end of August. Long week. Long week. Followed by some advanced survival and wilderness search in the middle of September. Again, both of those. Watch our website. Um, We will confirm the dates and the exact locations of that. But there is information if you want to learn what you're getting yourself into. We have it all detailed out on our website, therescuecompany1.com.
0: And all the tiktoks and
1: oh all the the things facebook instagram
0: faces you know you find those anywhere
1: youtube we have a youtube with our videos and we have our podcasts on there as the rotor turns we will be going to San Diego, I'm a little excited, first time in California, for yeah. the ECHO Conference.
0: It'll be my second time in California that this year. Yes. Yes.
1: But not mine, I'm not going this yeah. time.
0: time.
1: Uh, that conference, which is, as most of you know, very near and dear to our hearts, we will be there, wouldn't miss it for the world. It will be August, I'm sorry, October 2nd through the 4th. And then to close out our year, we will have our last air medical class in Claremont. We had a wonderful experience there, and they have welcomed us back, so we will be going there October 23rd through the 28th. Again, all the dates are listed on our calendar. You can find the courses in the course store on our website, therescuecompany1.com. You can also go to services and look up any descriptions of all these classes.
0: And there's more to being added. Yes.
1: And And as always, you can contact us on any of those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, our website, any of that. You can contact us if you have any questions and somebody somewhere will get back to you. We are all spread out, but somebody will get back to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Bye. Oh, we got a hand. Hands pointing at me. <laughs> so, hey, uh Jason, we just finished the the uh, Bill Shear ALS BLS competition. Absolutely. One of the uh, scenarios that we had was a a compartmentized leg that then progressed into an embolism. You know, a, a fat embolism. Right. But just the the different teams that came through and the treatment for the actual compartment syndrome was pretty pretty different. You know. Uh, so I think it'd be kind of cool to have just a little discussion about that. All right, cool. So uh, basically, the broken leg person has a cast, uh, foot, um, you know, bottom of the uh, bottom of, uh, portion of the leg. So from like their you know ankle to, let's say knee, right? Mm-hmm. And it becomes compartmentized. Now you know that most times when you first injure a breaking a bone, they actually put a splint on there. They don't put a Actual cast, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it, if you go to the hospital or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and the reason for that is because you know, for a few days, you're still going to get some swelling, mm-hmm. and if you put too much, uh, if you put too much outside pressure on it, then you're going to get compartment syndrome. Right. So, exactly in your mind, um, what what do you think the compartment syndrome actually is? Uh, as far as well, like the the biggest thing, i just I guess it would be the um, I guess it would be the limiting the blood flow to yeah. to wherever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Know? So so you have an injury, so there's going to be more blood. So every part of the body has different compartments. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Specifically when it comes to muscles. There's different muscle compartments. And um, so as, you, as blood increases in a particular compartment, and it actually reaches a pressure of like 30 millimeters of mercury or more, Okay. That that outflow, the 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 way the venous side of it, right, is what the problem is. Yeah, yeah, because because so, there's no it's, there's no it's, drainage. Yeah, right. So so that actually the more the higher the pressure, the less drainage is going to have, and then hence the compartment portion of it. Right. Now, if there's a cast or anything on there, a lot of people don't know this is actually in the paramedic book. You're supposed to vivalve this, and what we mean by vivalve is you're going to actually cut the cast. If it's a hard cast, you're going to cut it off. Oh, okay. You know, and you, or you try to do, uh, you know, relief cuts on the cast itself. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a fasciotomy, but. But on the cast. But on the cast. On the, the cast itself. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, and, and it's interesting you say that because, listen, the, yeah, if you're a physician or a sur- just a, sur- a surgeon, you're going to do a fasciotomy yes. Right. Right, if it's really compartmentized. But uh, for us in the EMS system, we're not doing uh, fasciotomies. You know, that's mm-hmm. not part of the standard scope of practice or anything like that. You do some shit like that, you should be. Somebody should break your hand. Right. So you know the reality is, the reality is is uh you know the identifying it and the proper treatment and the positioning of the patient is huge. Okay. In this. It's huge. So uh, remember the five P's. Pul- um, pulse, pressure, paresthesia. Um, I don't want to say paralysis. But it, uh... it actually isn't. It isn't It isn't like the, you know, there's like, you know, uh, so you look at uh, uh, pain is the first one. Okay, pain. Gotcha. What, what about the pain? What's different about this pain? That it's like it's super extreme. It's, like, they actually call it disproportional pain. Okay, gotcha. And then pain with passive uh, range of motion. So pain with passive range of motion, disproportional, meaning that basically no matter what you do, the pain doesn't go away. Gotcha. Right? Uh, so that's the first sign of symptom. Right. Paresthesia, you know, numbness and tingling, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Uh, the the uh, paralysis could happen, but not in a lot of cases. Depends if there's nerve damage Right, involved, which would know? take a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pulselessness is the last thing to go. Gotcha. It's the last thing to go, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so pain, paresthesia... Pulselessness, mm-hmm. right? Um, pallor. Okay. And then the other, the other one that a lot of people don't get is a poikilothermia. Oh my God. Poikilothermia. <laughs> I know I'm not even pronouncing that because I'm yeah. Dominican. <laughs> yeah. So, so poikilothermia means that the, the extremity is room temperature. Oh. Okay. Yeah, the extremity oh. becomes room temperature. Okay. So, but you know, obviously, the pain is going to be the thing that we're going to click in on. Yeah. Get rid of whatever's causing the compression. Mm-hmm. And then what the position to transport the patient is, you are you're definitely want to increase the venous drainage. Yeah. So do you leave it? You elevate it. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, so, you know, and, and there's schools of thought. Some people say, you know, not to. But really, if you leave it uh, dependent, it doesn't drain better.
1: Yeah, obviously. Uh, you
0: know, so you almost want to do the the rice, but without the compression. So resting it. Uh, you, you know, and then even icing it, it can be controversial as well because that can cause... Uh, basic constriction. Basic constriction, you know, ah. so so I think about some of those things. But yeah. uh, I think that's, you know, just a straightforward mark of it, treat pain, but get rid of the devices causing it, you know. Right, right, absolutely. So, uh, that's all I got. All right, very uh, good. Later. See you.